Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host, Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present, and future queens, plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode and a new year. Here's to 2020 being awesome. Uh, I hope you've got some fantastic goals and ambitions lined up for this fantastic year. Uh, Obviously, now Galaxy is feeling really close for me. Uh, I feel fairly organised, but I have decided to completely redo my fashion wear. So uh, go back to that episode where I said I'd got all my outfits ready. I am now decided that yeah that one's being changed I have the colour and had the colour I'm taking the colour from the one I had and yeah nothing else about it is staying the same so that's fun but in today's episode I'm going to be going into one of yeah I'd say this is probably the most common asked question that people say could I get into on the podcast people seem at most interested in because it's also the most contentious round in pageantry and that's the swimwear round which I find really interesting because it's actually my favorite round. Now I am not a natural swimwear body um I used to really struggle with my weight and uh, I've got lots of saggy wobbly bits. I've got uh, PCOS polycystic ovarian syndrome which means I carry a lot more weight in my midsection. Uh, It's also a lot harder for you to shift it from my midsection and on top of that it is much more beneficial for my health if I shift it than uh, if you I didn't have PCOS so all yeah it's like a triple whammy it's really frustrating. To get up on stage, and the first time I competed, I wore a one-piece that had lots of bits missing, so it was probably similar fabric to a two-piece. And after I did that, I was like, I felt like I could take on the world. Like I loved my body so much more, um, so much more confident in my own skin. And uh, yeah, it was just a fantastic experience. But getting on stage to get to that point of growing your confidence is a little bit trickier. And so I sat down and thought through what has really impacted how how confident I am when I put swimmer on now, be it on a pageant stage or just going to the beach, um, particularly post baby, um, because that is anything that's going to stretch your skin, it's going to be growing a human in your stomach. And um, so, uh, yeah, I, I know she wasn't actually in my stomach before anyone emails me, but you know what I mean. So. Uh, my first one, uh, which is actually very helpful if you go back to the previous episode with Romy Simpkins, uh, finding a great costume. So thinking about the one piece or the two piece, uh, finding a colour that makes you feel awesome and that looks good on you, um, making sure that it suits the pageant as well, because you might feel great at home and then when you get there and see that everyone else has something a bit more glamorous or a bit simpler. Um, I think it's really good to be yourself. Uh, I think it's really good to sort of think outside the box sometimes, but actually naturally humans want to fit in. 
um, and will will it be too far out of the box it's going to actually damage your confidence and make you feel uncomfortable when it comes to competition day so that's a really important thing to consider um I mean same if you're going swimming uh there are some costumes I have a swimming costume I refer to it is it's only for Ibiza um, <laughs> I, I, I guess like Ibiza Marbella those kind of sort of like kind of more crazy holiday destinations then I'd wear it but going on like a a general family holiday in Greece probably not going to be taking that swimsuit um so because I wouldn't feel confident in there whereas exact same body exact same day different destination I'd feel confident in it so really really think about that and trust the experts um Romy Simpson runs Atlantic Swimwear uh, so she's got a really good eye for it and we did an episode about choosing your swimwear so do go back into oh that was early on in season one go all the way back um I will try and link to the episode in the show notes and find that one because she will definitely help you out with yeah my tip number one of finding a great costume my number two is some might consider it a bit a bit odd but it's really helped me uh, it's getting used to having the air on your skin so if you're particularly I guess if you're going for a two-piece stomachs aren't out very often it's, we don't tend to walk up and down the high street in our big woolly coat with our stomachs hanging out. That's just not how we normally roll. But getting used to that feel of that being fairly normal and uh, having your tummy out can massively improve how much more confident you'll feel when you put that swimsuit on. Uh, so for me, it's kind of easy. It's like gym. I, I tend to hold a lot of heat in my midriff. So wearing a sports, like bra sports, crop top type thing instead of a full length top even when I'm feeling not particularly toned or slim or anything like that um, and just getting used to having it out is great and then quite often I will leave my coat and stuff undone after I leave the gym um, because I'm hot uh, but it also means that I'm out and about in slightly more awkward situations with my midriff out getting used to it now I'm not going to get my midriff out at church or anything like that because that's just not me and not in my personality but to walk around the shops like that fine in and out of the gym fine um it's out of my comfort zone but it's not inappropriately out of my comfort zone so I find that really helps um if you don't swim very often so aren't used to being out in a swimming costume then maybe make that that literally could help boost your confidence by literally going swimming a bit more and being out in public in swimwear. If you can afford to go on a lovely spa holiday, then do that and wear your bikini the whole time you're there and have your stomach out as much as possible or your legs out as much as possible. Some people are fine with their stomachs and don't like their legs. So it's about being used to that bit of you being uncovered that you're most unconfident with. And, and I've really helped. I've found that that's really helped grow my confidence. My number three is pose in front of the mirror. I feel like this is fairly obvious if you want to practice any kind of poses and things. But if you know that you've got a certain couple of angles that you're like, yeah, I actually look really good in that, then you can use those on stage. You're going to feel more confident doing those poses. Uh, It might be worth working with a walk coach to get some more poses. And the funny thing is, the poses that often feel the most uncomfortable often look the best. Uh, So maybe you want to get a friend to take some pictures for you so you can get used to how your body looks to someone else's eye as opposed to your eye as well um but yeah getting used to really knowing like every inch of your body knowing what you're putting out there and things can 
actually help to build the confidence. Be like, yeah, actually, I do. And focus in on the bits you like. Uh, so I'm I'm five foot eleven. I've got very long legs. Uh, so I don't try and focus in on my midriff area, which I'm not so keen on. I'll be like, yes, look, I really like my legs in this. And yeah, this lovely high rise of the bikini accentuates that, and that's great. Um, and it builds up some of my confidence. Now I'm not going to spend hours doing this. Um, but a little bit here and there, um, or when I'm getting changed and things, um, particularly from my fitness background, I'm often checking um, like muscle definition progress as well. Uh, so that's really helped to grow my confidence too. My number four, so the way I've typed this down, I'm just going to read it as I've typed it in my notes, because I've literally put, get your kit off in public. Now, not talking about running around naked, but this harks back to things like getting your your skin used to having the air on it. It's they're kind of a little bit one and the same, I guess. But getting your kit off in public sounds better. Um, is going out. So maybe your swimming pool is really quiet. Trying to go to a busier pool. Um, if it's summer, lying on the beach with lots of sunscreen on, please. I'm all about the factor fifty. Um, don't want anyone claiming I'm promoting skin cancer. So yeah lather on the factor 50 and get yourself out in your swimwear whenever possible um on holiday make sure that you're you're working it and walking it um and get used to that feeling that you're not always covered up when you're in front of people because when you get on that stage for the pageant you're not going to be covered up and you are going to be in front of people <laughs> i do find that often there's confidence in the things we know so the more times you can recreate how it's going to be on the stage, uh, the better. That's why when people have competed lots of times, their confidence has grown because they know what to expect. They know how it feels up there. Um, so that definitely connects in with getting a kit off in public. Just don't take it all off. Leave something on. <laughs> so my number five um, is there's nothing wrong with wanting to change your body. Now, this was a really interesting episode I did with the current Mrs. Galaxy UK, where she went on a body transformation journey and didn't like where she ended up. She found that she was more confident um, with her body at a, I can't phrase this right, as a, at, a, at a bigger size. When she was at her tiniest, she wasn't actually that confident. She didn't like, like the end result. Whereas I went on a body transformation journey and because I also in that journey discovered an absolute love of fitness, I had a different experience. It's about, it's not necessarily applying to a certain body type or um, someone else's definition of beauty or anything like that. It's knowing what you want to be and not being afraid to say, I do love my body, but that doesn't mean I don't want to change this bit. Trying to like put this blanket, oh, I love everything about myself. It's just not realistic. And um, there is a lot I love about my body, even my tummy. My tummy is probably my least favorite area, but I know that it, it grew the best thing in my life, my daughter. So I still love it. Doesn't mean I don't want it to tighten itself up and magically not jiggle as much as it does. Um, but I'm accepting of that. It doesn't mean that I don't love it. Um, but know that you can want to change bits about it. And there's also a certain amount of confidence in being on that journey. So it's not just confidence gained when you've finished whatever it is fitness journey you're on or, or shape changing or weight loss however you want to word that it's not just about 
the confidence you gain at the end of it. But just being on the journey, watching that progress, knowing that you're getting up each day and working towards that change that you want. There is a lot of confidence building in that alone. Um, It's magical, magical journey building confidence. And then my last one is to have a little pamper. Don't just wait until right up to competition to have a little pamper because you won't have that sort of image of yourself of how you're actually going to look. Sometimes I try my swimwear when it arrived from roaming. I tried it on. I absolutely loved it. Um, But I was just like, I had no, my hair was a mess. I had no makeup on. I didn't put my shoes on. And I looked in the mirror and I was just like, girl, we can do better than this. But I know, I know how different I will look with hair and makeup and my nails done and things like that and my spray tan on. So I've got that confidence to know that, yep, this is this is going to be good. But if you've not experienced that before, if you've not had a tan done before, if you've not had your nails done before, if you've not had your hair and makeup done before, it's very hard to imagine. Um, and having it done by a professional, I'm a big advocate for getting a professional to do your hair and makeup for these kind of events. Again, spray tan nails and things like that. Um, that's for me, a higher priority when I'm trying to work out where I'm going to put my finances in competition is having professionals um, in as many areas as possible. Um, particularly yeah, hair and makeup, I'm all about the glam squad. Um, just, I'd be a disaster <laughs> otherwise. That's not my strength, so I'm happy to put money onto that. Um, so maybe you go and have a photo shoot done where that is involved in the photo shoot. Charlotte Clemmy, who I interviewed before, does shoot days with the Glam Squad there. So you could get you could get your tan and nails done before you go. Um, you could go and get your hair and makeup done. You could ask one of your pictures to be in your swimwear so you can really get a vision of how you will finally look on stage without it having to be competition day. Um, and you can get some wonderful headshots and have a great day because I had so much fun doing my photo shoot with her at the beginning of December. Um, only shown you two pictures so far I've got so many more and I'm so excited but it's although I didn't do a swimwear photo I now I can see how everything's going to look and when I try my costumes on now even though I haven't got that hair and makeup in there I can visualize how it's going to be and it gives me that extra boost of confidence there is something magical in, in having your nails done so for me that's like an all year I pretty much always have my nails done and do a manicure in a couple of days, got a little bit of growth, but they're always neat and tidy and um, have a polish on them uh, because I find that that gives me confidence. Now that might be something different for you. Uh, that might be having your hair blown out once a week. Um, that might be a certain style of clothing that you wear that gives you confidence and things. Um, moisturising. I am so much more confident when I moisturise well and feel like my skin is in good condition. And if you can find those little pampery based things that matter to you and give you those confident boosts then you can utilize those areas when it comes to doing your swimwear as well I think the big thing I want to get over here is never underestimate the little changes and it is a confidence journey you will gain so much getting up on stage in that swimwear and I just can't tell you, you will gain so much just from that experience. So enjoy it, put a smile on your face and have fun. 
Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode. Please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.